0: Hello and welcome to The Daily Poem. I'm Heidi White and today is Monday, October 18th. Today, I'm going to read for you a poem by American poet Sarah Teasdale. Uh, She was born in 1884, and she lived until 1933. She was a prolific poet, uh, known for her uh, contributions to modernist poetry. Uh, And in 1918, she won the Pulitzer Prize for her 1917 poetry collection, Love Songs. Uh, The poem I'm going to read for you today is called The Writer and this is how it goes. In her room at the prow of the house where light breaks and the windows are tossed with Linden, my daughter is writing a story. I pause in the stairwell, hearing from her shut door, a commotion of typewriter keys, like a chain hauled over a gunnel. Young as she is, the stuff of her life is a great cargo and some of it heavy, I wish her a lucky passage, but now it is she who pauses as if to reject my thought and its easy figure. A stillness greatens in which the whole house seems to be thinking, and then she is at it again with a bunched clamor of strokes, and again is silent. I remember the dazed starling which was trapped in that very room two years ago. How we stole in, lifted a sash, and retreated, not to affright it. And how for a helpless hour, through the crack of the door, we watched the sleek, wild, dark, and iridescent creature batter against the brilliance, drop like a glove to the hard floor or the desktop, and wait then, humped and bloody, for the wits to try it again. And how our spirits rose when, suddenly sure, It lifted off from a chair back, beating a smooth course for the right window and clearing the sill of the world. It is always a matter, my darling, of life or death, as I had forgotten. I wish what I wished you before, but harder. I love this poem. It is a love song to a daughter and also to the craft of writing. And I, I love how Sarah Teasdale uh, interweaves those two threads throughout this poem. Uh, the poem begins uh, with the narrator uh, listening outside the door of her daughter's room as her daughter is writing a story. It's interesting in the first few stanzas of this poem that the narrator compares the house to a ship. Uh, she uses words, uh, uh, the prow of the house, uh, the chain hauled over a gunwale, uh, cargo. There's all these references to their home as the ship carrying uh, their daughter forward. Um, and just on a personal level, I, I just really think that uh, this, this line here about her daughter, young as she is, the stuff of her life is a great cargo and some of it heavy, uh, I have a, a young daughter. She's 12 years old and she loves to write, which is what drew me to this poem. And that particular line just grabbed me, right? We write um, out of our creativity and out of our joy and also out of our suffering. Um, and as my daughter, maybe your daughter, it's this narrator's daughter in this poem, uh, becomes a writer, uh, part of that is going to be the acknowledgement and the, and the transformation of her suffering and into art. And that's just a really lovely image and also excruciating for a parent. And I feel what the narrator's feeling. Uh, so in these first several stanzas, she compares the house to a ship and the idea of it moving forward and her daughter aboard and kind if, of, you know, driving uh, this creative process in her story and um, the pauses and the clatter and the activity, kind of this uh, contrast between pausing to think and then rushing into the activity of writing once you have an inspiration, uh, she captures that really well in these first few stanzas. But then the poem takes a turn and one I think that that takes the poem to another level of depth. uh, And that is... In between stanzas five and six, uh, at the at the end of stanza five, we have the end of the ship metaphor, and then this transition to a memory uh, of the two of them finding a starling or a bird that had been trapped in the room, uh, and then trying to set the bird free, but the bird was too dazed and bloody uh, to pursue its freedom, and then when it finally does, there's this joy. And, and that is... I think, very profound. Uh, is it the daughter who's the bird? Is it the story that she's writing that's the bird? There's this contemplation of art uh, and parenting and motherhood and childhood uh, bound up in this image of this dazed bird uh, being freed to go out the window. And so I started thinking, what's the connection between uh, the ship and the bird? Uh, and I came up with Noah's Ark. Right? If you're familiar with the Bible story, you know that that God told Noah to build this ark and this ship, uh, and then to save Noah and his family from a flood, a great flood that was flooding the world, and everybody else was going to be destroyed. Uh, And then after the flood, Noah sends out a dove uh, to see if there's dry land. And once the dove flies away and doesn't return, a couple times the dove returns. Uh, and so no one knows that the waters haven't gone down enough for the bird to find a home. But then when it does, then we know that the, that, that the world is safe to come out from the ark. Uh, and, and so this idea of the house uh, and their home as a ship, and then also this bird being sent out to live its own life. And if it comes back, it means that the world isn't safe enough for it. But if it goes, it means that all is right with the world. But then there's also this sense of impending loss that's coming. Uh, And so uh, this, you know, mother listening to her daughter write a story becomes this very profound contemplation of life and art and freedom. Um, And uh, And it's just really lovely. So here it is one more time. The Writer by Sarah Teasdale. In her room at the prow of the house where light breaks and the windows are tossed with linden, my daughter is writing a story. I pause in the stairwell, hearing from her shut door a commotion of typewriter keys like a chain hauled over a gunnel. Young as she is, the stuff of her life is a great cargo and some of it heavy. I wish her a lucky passage. But now it is she who pauses as if to reject my thought and its easy figure, a stillness gratens, in which the whole house seems to be thinking. And then she is at it again with a bunched clamor of strokes and again is silent. I remember the dazed starling which was trapped in that very room two years ago, how he stole in, lifted a sash and retreated not to affright it, and how for a helpless hour, through the crack of the door, we watched the sleek, wild, dark, and iridescent creature batter against the brilliance, drop like a glove to the hard floor or the desktop, and wait then, humped and bloody, for the wits to try it again, and how our spirits rose when, suddenly sure, it lifted off from a chair back, beating a smooth course for the right window and clearing the sill of the world. It is always a matter, my darling, of life or death as I had forgotten. I wish what I wished you before, but harder. This has been The Daily Poem, produced by Goldberry Studios, post-production by Logan Green. I'm Heidi White. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow with another poem.